You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to discuss uh, twenty um, four Bulls scoring 20-plus points in this game. Uh, the game that Io DeSumo had was this his best game as a Bull, and Alex Caruso goes down with injury yet again. We're going to talk about that all and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on and use code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Pat, the Bulls get a win against the Miami Heat, a win that we needed after we had a, a winning streak. We had a two-game losing streak. We come back in here. We get a win against the Miami Heat. They were missing Bam. They were missing Tyler Hero, amongst yep. others. Hami uh, Hakez killing the Chicago Bulls in, in the beginning, in the first quarter of this game. But this was much, uh, very much so a tell of two quarters. I mean, two halves with the Chicago Bulls. When you look at this, the first half of the game, uh, the Chicago Bulls, they played okay, mainly because of that first quarter. Yeah. The second quarter was terrible. But then when you look at the second half of this game, they came in 48% shooting from the field, 30% shooting from three-point range. Nikola Vucevic completely saved the Bulls in that third quarter specifically, scoring 15 points just in the third quarter. And then when you look at the fourth quarter of this game, Kobe White, 14 points in the third quarter. Ayo Sumu came on overall in that second half. Ayo scores you know, pretty well in that second half of the game, uh, 16 points in the second half. How do you feel about the Bulls game today? Like I said, had four players score at least 20 points in this game. I thought, listen, this was the Chicago Bulls team that we've been hoping for, right? I understand versus a banged up Miami team, but a Miami team that uh, has some battle-tested players on there, right? Like when you look at a Caleb Martin, when you look at Jimmy Butler, of course, uh, Duncan Robinson and, uh, and, and Kevin Love, right? You still see some names on that team that feel like they are a very battle-tested team. We've seen that mm -hmm. Miami team go out there and win games, right? Of course, being shorthanded tonight, that's going to put a little bit of a uh, damper on this Bulls team as a whole. But I thought that this was finally the Bulls team that we've been waiting for. It's not only just seeing four guys get into the 20-plus point range, but it was how they did it, right? This was the ball movement that we've been looking for. This was the defense at times that we've been looking for. I thought that first half, even though really, right, like when you look at the second quarter as a whole, to me, I feel like the start of the second quarter was my biggest issue, which coincided with the end of the first. Right? I think at the end of the first, there was a four-minute stretch there where the Bulls basically didn't score uh, the basketball at all. Start of the second quarter, you get off to a, you continue your slow start there. And then all of a sudden they start to heat things back up again. That carries on into the second half. I thought this Bulls team did an excellent job on how they defended guys. I will say this, um, I, as much as I joke about Jaime Jaquez, uh, that young man can ball. Uh, and and you, I will say this, bro, I, and I've said this a couple of years ago. You're going to see teams start taking more flyers on guys who have been in college longer. 
Yeah. Because they just come into the NBA with NBA bodies. They come into the NBA ready to go like, hey, uh, what do you need me to do? We need you to do exactly what you did, but versus people that are actually your size. Oh, okay. Like when you see guys spend more time in the in college game, you kind of end up seeing them look a little bit better when they get into the pros. But outside of all of that, man, I mean, the biggest thing for me is the fact that Kobe White has remained white hot um, and absolutely came out and cooked versus the Miami Heat. And I, I mm-hmm. think that, right, to me, if I'm AK right now, why am I going out if I'm trying to accommodate Zach Levine and send him to the Lakers? Why am I going to get D'Angelo Russell? Why would I bring in another player who could possibly hinder the development that I've seen this young man have? I love what we saw from this Bulls team as a whole tonight, and I love how Kobe led the way. I mean, honestly, it felt like we had a leader on the court. It did. It did. It really did. And I, I, Kobe White, is, is it's not just about just the scoring, right? Because he's doing that. He's putting that together with the defense. But it's the verbal leadership on the court, right? He's yeah. turned. We're seeing somebody blossom into a leader, and that is something that you can build off on. That's something that makes it a, a linchpin in what you do going forward. Kobe White is not only just showing that, yeah, he can score, he can shoot lights out at times, things like that, but he's go, he's willing to do whatever it takes to win. And yeah. you need players like that on your team, as well as turning into that vote. He his confidence is now getting to a place where he's not necessarily getting guys' faces because I don't think he needs to do that yet, but like. He's he's telling guys where to be. He's talking to guys. He's telling them about missed assignments. He's he's leading. And you haven't had a, a leader like that since really Zoe. And then maybe briefly with, with with Pat Bev. And it's good to see though the, those type of things out there from Kobe. No, a hundred percent. I thought the best part about it is is what you said, right? Like Kobe White's willing to do anything. You know those yeah. players that always say, "I'm willing to do anything for a win," but then you don't see him play defense. Facts. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I mean, we we have one here. Uh, <laughs> we we actually have two here. I mean, we'd be a hundred percent honest. <laughs> like, we've got a couple of those guys here, but like, Kobe White's willing to literally do anything. He's down there on the rebounds. He's he's facilitating the ball when he needs to. He's able to get the shot up. He's able to knock down the three ball. He's finding a way to get to the bucket. Uh, defensively, he's remaining engaged. He's not the best defender on the floor, night in and night mm-hmm. out, by any stretch of the imagination. But is he a solid defender? Yes. Is he give, putting effort in on the defensive end? Yes. Is he trying to get those short arms in the passing lanes? 110%. I yeah. give Kobe White credit for the player that he has turned himself into. And I think that, right, the development we've seen with him tonight might have been a little bit of a, I don't want to say like a pinnacle, right, because you got to see it again. The number one thing with Kobe is consistency. He said it yeah. coming into the season. We've said it here on Locked On Bulls a million times. Kobe White has had moments where he's played really well. Now, I, don't, I think this is probably the best stretch we've ever seen from him. But he's played really well, and then that consistency doesn't kick in going into the next month. But one thing we saw last year that I think we're continuing to see this year, even when Kobe's shooting wasn't falling, Kobe White kept the defensive intensity up. Kobe mm-hmm. White kept trying to get the team involved. Kobe White kept going down there and trying to be involved in the rebounding battle off of the bench. Now he's taking that into the starting lineup. He's getting the number one options on that. I love the game that we're seeing from Kobe, and I just think that it's being very infectious on everything else this Bulls team has going. You pair that with the veteran leadership of DeMar DeRozan as well. We're finally starting to see this Bulls team move in the right direction. Of course, against the hobbled Miami team, but... When you are where we were, you take any win you can get, and you don't you don't question it because guess what? If you lose this game, the conversation is you couldn't beat a hobbled Miami team. And by the way, you you also couldn't just beat a hobbled Denver team that got one of their best players thrown out in the middle of that. So take any win you can get. 
Yeah, and then their other best player wasn't even in the game to start off with. So yeah, no, that plays a big part in as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, this team and the way that they are growing and developing has been good, and Kobe White's been a big part of that. Uh, you look at uh, Vooch, who had a questionable first half come in there, big third quarter, solid, solid fourth quarter, finished the game pretty confident. Um, De- Demar, how'd you feel about Demar's game in this? Um, I liked what I saw from Demar. I felt like Demar was picking and choosing. Um, I guess the the one part of Demar's game that I that I didn't like was maybe did it feel like he got a little a little. I guess not. It, to me, like, as I watched it, it felt like he wasn't aggressive in moments where I was actually looking for DeMar to kind of be a little bit aggressive, right? And I get it. You're picking and choosing. You know what I mean, like, you're picking and choosing when DeMar's going hard, when DeMar's playing at his bed, when DeMar's attacking, all of that stuff, right? Like, but I, I thought that there were moments where Kobe was trying to get DeMar back involved in the game and DeMar didn't take some of those shots. But outside of that, I mean, he played really well. He played really well. I, I, I loved... I didn't I thought that again he was one of the guys that you don't want him to over to stop what the young guys are doing and he didn't do that tonight. Well, he's deferring to Kobe and it, and that's starting to be evident that he's that he's willing to defer to Kobe White. Um keep in mind this is a guy that he's mentored things like that so that makes sense but yeah, DeMar in the fourth quarter of this game going one of three Seven yeah. points. Uh, didn't have the assist numbers that we've seen from DeMar at times, but I like the way that he still found a way to Im- make an impact. Was it perfect? No. Were there times where he slowed the ball down? Yeah, but that doesn't – just because you say that doesn't mean it's like, hey, DeMar played like absolute crap. I mean, yeah. he needs to be, get off his offense. And because, to do that, sometimes it's going to slow things down a little bit for it. So. Well, and I think here's the thing too, right? DeMar in that fourth quarter doesn't get in Kobe White's way. We just talked about this, what, yes, two games true. ago? Yeah. Where DeMar DeRozan is trying to slow things down. He's trying to one-on-one, take the one-on-one approach. Well, he didn't do that tonight. He let the young guys cook. I would assume when DeMar DeRozan really, really going in in that fourth quarter, that's what we've been wanting to see. Heck, what was it? What was the game? Uh, uh, it wasn't Denver. Who was the first Milwaukee. game we lost? Bucks. It wasn't the Bucks either. The Bucks game was good. Maybe it was one of the games we won. One of them that we had recently talked about, um, where Demar Derozan just kind of tried to take over in the fourth, and we were like, "Why?" I don't get why he went with that approach when Kobe was cooking that entire time. Um, I like the flip side of this: pick and choose your spot, see if it's going. When he realized it wasn't going, he didn't force it. Facts. And that's good to see uh, DeMar be able to do that and recognize that, especially as a veteran on this team and as the younger players are taking on a larger and larger role on this team. Uh, but next up, we're going to be talking about Ayo DeSumo, maybe having his best game, maybe as a bull, but definitely this season. But before we get into that, got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is Dave. Finances can be so intimidating. That's why you need Dave. Dave can make managing your money so much easier with an interest-free extra cash advance. Fee-free goal tracking and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's part of the Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest and then settle up later. Extra cash gives you more money to buy groceries, fill your tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait on your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up 
on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave today and Dave at Dave.com slash locked on NBA. That's Dave.com slash locked on NBA. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to Dave.com slash locked on NBA for terms, conditions. Go to Dave.com slash legal. Eligibility requirements and instant transfer, transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right, Pat. Io DeSumo. How'd you feel about Io's game today? Let's read, go ahead and read Io's stat line for today. Really good Io DeSumo uh, tonight, stepping in for Alex Caruso as he went down. 35 minutes played, 24 minutes going 10 of 12 from the field, three or four from three point range, also chipping in eight, eight rebounds, five assists, and one steal from Io DeSumo today. How'd you feel about Io's game? This is the game we want to see him have, right? And, and maybe. Maybe giving him more of a role, we're just seeing more of an expanded role of what we've seen for him for the most part. I know some people wanted to clown him for the Tony Snell lineup. That's a tough lineup to put up. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. to you. Uh, four zeros on the board and uh, <laughs> what was it, 20 minutes played or something like that is a crazy stat line to have. But uh, tonight, I think that we're seeing Io kind of make up for that. I think that Io hears a lot of the stuff. Uh, that people say, and he's like, listen, that's not who I am. I'm going to come out here and ball out, and I think he did absolutely that tonight. Stepped in perfectly for Alice Caruso. I thought defensively, Io was all over the place, doing a really good job switching between Jaime Jaquez and uh, and Kyle Lowry a little bit in there, Duncan Robinson as well. I thought he covered uh, covered defensively really well on the floor tonight. Thought he played the passing lanes well. And um, I, I thought that you know, a lot of times you don't talk about the guy that causes something else to happen. But I thought a lot of steals were caused because of IO cutting guys off mm-hmm. and they were turning into another Chicago bull or forced to make a pass where there was another Chicago bull there. And so I love the game that we saw from the young fella. I think that everything is, um, everything is consistency, right? Like the, the same conversation we're having about Kobe, we can have about IO. IO's just went for a season, right? We yeah. this looks like rookie year IO when we first put him in and everybody was like, wait a minute, this kid can score too. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like that's yeah. that's how this feels watching him back out there. And I think that right, like again, you hate to say it and you hate to bring it up, but listen, on NBC, they're putting the cameras on him dang near every quarter, right? You're seeing growth without a Zach Levine in the lineup at a position that these guys are getting out there and playing. Seeing Io out there stepping in at the two guard a little bit, stepping in at the three as well. You're starting to see him be able to grow. And there's a confidence in in Io's game this season and in this game, especially when that ball hits his hand in the corner, he's letting it fly. He's not hesitating. He's not thinking about it. And I guess that how often are we going to do this? You got to give credit to Peter Patton, right? That's his name, right? Peter Patton? Yeah, Peter Patton. Peter Patton, okay. I didn't know. I knew Patton was the last name. You got to give credit to him for the way that he's played or for the way that he's coached these guys up to shoot. Yeah, I mean, Kobe, and Kobe's not necessarily taking a whole lot more threes than what he did early in his career. He's not taking more at all. Honestly, it's just that the confidence in taking it, though, right? And that's what makes it seem a little bit more flawless out there for, for Io. And I think also – it's just that Io's playing more free out there. He's no longer trying to fit into a point guard role. He's just yeah. playing his game. And when he gets out in transition, he's finishing around the rim better. The confidence is going. The defense is still there. Io's really rounding out to a nice player that 
I think we all understood that this is probably better suited for Io, right? I understand why he was the starting point guard when we needed it to, to happen, things like that. But now Io's in this role off the bench and, you know, stepping into the starting lineup when Caruso's down, and it's working for him. He does. He doesn't have to do the ball handling. He's able to focus on things. The team's playing with better, with more up tempo. That plays into his game as well. And we're just seeing a player that where the team is headed fits his game, and he's also confident again. And he's he's just thriving in that at times. Now, what I will ask is this: right? Is is Io's game now something that we have to? just kind of mentally say, first off, he's a second round pick. I don't know if everybody remembers that or not. Like Mm -hmm. he's doing pretty well, but is his game something that we have to think of kind of as a bench player, right? I don't expect Torrey Craig to put up 24 a night. I expect Torrey Craig to give me the heart, the hustle, the, the rebounding numbers, maybe like there's something specific I expect from Torrey Craig. I don't expect 24 a night for IO with me. That's the defensive side of the ball. I expect the steal numbers. I expect you to, to have uh, um, the defensive impact that he had tonight offensively, I think that the offense may be something that will continue to be up and down because that's what bench players do. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right on that. I think at the end of the day, like the expectation of Io is that now of a bench player. That's what we're expecting. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're getting. And he's playing the best at that. Yeah. And I mean, that just is what it is. Everybody isn't meant to be a starter in this league, and that's okay, right? That doesn't mean he can't thrive in spot starts. That means he isn't yeah. going to have – that mean, doesn't mean that he's not going to have times where he is put out of the starter and he plays really well, right? But I think ultimately where Io's best role is is a change of pace guard that can that can defend, that can force turnovers, that then can get out in transition, and he's going to score out in transition. Like, I no longer have the fear of, of Io moving in transition. Like, okay, what's going to happen? Yeah. I feel pretty confident what's going to happen when Io has the ball. Yeah, and I think that – that's even like that's such a great point too because watching Io attack the rim, um, yeah, it, it never felt like he was gonna make the wrong decision, right? Like if there was if there was a big man down there and he knew he wasn't gonna be able to get the float or get a shot off over him, there was a couple of times where right, he dumps it back to Demar Derozan, Demar's cutting down there right behind him, or he finds Vooch in the lane, or right, like I, it felt like like you said he was going to make the right decision on the run, and I think we can talk about this team as a whole at that now, right, like. The run-and-gun style offense that we've wanted to see since the first 35 games, it feels like we're starting to see that come back because you've got young guys who are confident on the run. Yeah. You've got young guys who are confident attacking. Yeah, exactly. As my son comes down here tripping. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you signing for a package right now, brother? Are you signing <laughs> no. a permission slip as we speak? Tell him he can't go on yeah. a trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's getting his medicine. Um, oh, well, but yeah, all right, okay, yeah, yeah, right. you gotta get his medicine. Yeah, I gotta get the medicine. Uh, well, nah, he has a cough, he has a cough, nah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> take the medicine, homie, just drink it. <laughs> hey, man, I'm gonna do my ad read while you uh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the kid to take the medicine. <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I love you, little dude. Oh, uh, god, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, we have the, we have the bench that's 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 playing really well together. Javon Carter, I don't know what's going on with Javon Carter. At some point, me, you got to have a conversation about Javon Carter, uh, because he's not playing into he may get moved with, with Zach Levine. He may get moved with Zach Levine. (laughs) You know what pisses me off more than anything is when the ball hits his hand on a wide open three and he don't shoot. Because that's all you said when you showed up was if the ball hits my hand, you know I'm going to let it fly. Let it fly. 
That mug, boy, Javon be getting me. Boy, Javon took two shots tonight, both of them three-pointers. I swear both of them was contested. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. dog. You I don't know do what this. Javon Carter's I don't doing. know what's going on with Javon. Defensively, yeah. I mean, he's, he's still he's still getting after it. But offensively, I don't know, bro. That's, that's tough, man. Hey, let's uh, let's keep this thing moving along. Now, we do got to tell you guys about prize picks before we get into this final topic, talking about – Alex Caruso, unfortunately being injured again with basketball season here. You can now pick combo projections with prize picks. This is the most interesting thing in the world because I feel like it is a, it is, uh, uh, you know, you're talking about not just trying to get something on the basketball game. You're talking about combining football and basketball from the special league, a league specifically created for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, Zion Williamson <laughs> and porn star. You can combo. No, never mind. Uh, LeBron James yeah. and Travis Kelsey. Had, that was not going to a good place. Ten and a half combo of three pointers made and receptions if you want to play alongside some of prize picks favorite players like rapper meek mill and comedian andrew schultz you can now find community plays under the promo tab of the app to view entries for some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week they even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games if you have a player who exits the game in the first half very much like we saw from Alice Caruso, right? And does not return in the second. That player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So you need to get in on this. All you got to do, go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on NBA for the first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com, prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on NBA for the first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. All right, Pat. AC, stay injured. That should be his nickname. Stay injured. That's that's, tough. That's, that's I tough. mean, listen, I love when, he, when he's tough. on the court, he's great, right? But let's be clear here. AC always has something going on. He's injured again, bro. I think that is because of, to me, he shouldn't have played that week. Yeah. We said that. And you keep putting him out there when I believe you feel you need him, not when he's ready to go. Yeah. If this is something that ends up being more lengthy, and I haven't seen any update on Alex Caruso, um, but if this is something that ends up being more lengthy, right, I, I think that it's a direct correlation with the Chicago Bulls um, throwing AC out there when when AC is just, you know, we need a firecracker. We need somebody to get us going. We need somebody to 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 keep the fire uh, alive on this team if we get into a tough moment in the fourth quarter. Um, it seems like Billy Donovan was detailing Caruso's injury. It's the same foot, same general area. Uh, Vooch accidentally stepped on it in the first quarter, and that re-aggravated everything. So, I mean, we're expecting, what, a couple of a couple more games of this, right? But, like, the foot's not healthy, and someone stepped on his foot. Now, granted, it's a seven-footer. Um, he's a big guy. But if the foot's not healthy, why is he on the floor? Feet are important in the game of basketball. I don't know if anybody knows this. <laughs> like, 
I get it, right? We need a little, we need a little fire in our team, or like you got to figure out how to how to implement that on the court without Alice Caruso out there. You did it for three and a half quarters of this game. Keep it going. That what is it? Monday versus Miami. Where are we at? What's today? Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday yeah. versus Miami. It's a lot of games in a row. Saturday versus Miami. I I forgot it wasn't Friday today. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> Technically, this is Friday's episode. It's probably yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah. But no, I just I love AC. Um, and I think that you, sometimes you got to protect the player from himself. We know who he is. We know how he fights. We know he's gonna like swing on Billy Donovan to get out there, which everybody's probably not completely, you know, not in sync on. But uh, you know, you can't hit your coach, and you you got to keep your player up. Yeah, I mean, so when you look at our next slate of games, we have a pretty busy schedule. Like, this week was already busy. We got four games again to next week, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. So, basically, every other day we're playing next week. Um, we want to try to get some out, some rest for Alice Cruz when you're in there because, listen, the foot, it's only could keep being aggravated. It just is what it is, right? Yeah. We've talked about that. There's always a chance you're going to get your foot stepped on when playing basketball, and especially more so when you're Alice Cruz. You go, now, the thing that sucks about it is the last two times he got stepped on, it was our own guys. It was Vooch tonight. Yeah. It was Kobe last game. So it sucks but I, that. I think that's the issue though, right? Like we yeah. keep putting him out there and like stepping on his foot is the issue, whether it's our guys or not. Everybody's gotten a getting a foot stepped on once or twice a game. Yeah. It's a yeah. foot in the game of basketball. Yeah. Gotta protect your players, man. To me, that that is a that's an organization that needs to make a decision to sit Alice Crusoe down and get whatever treatment he needs to get that back in. Now, I don't know what the, the extent of this injury is. I don't know if there's like a bone, bone spur in the foot and it would be like a super extended amount of time that he's not out there. We've seen the Bulls kind of go down the drain when he's not out there, I guess. But I, I mean, this is something that what's he going to deal with? We're, we're at the beginning of the season. He's going to deal with this till you know, possible if the Bulls possibly make the playoffs till, till the playoffs are over. I mean, probably over the All-Star break will probably be the time he gets some extended um, time off there, and hopefully that that helps fix that there. But I think at this point you got you to seriously consider about, especially if you're playing every other day next week, give him every other game off. That way he's basically getting two days rest between. Yeah. Yeah, there could be a there that could be an answer as well if this is just a I, I wonder if this is a tissue issue or a, a bone issue. That's that's the only thing that I do wonder with with this because it seems like it's all or a muscle issue, right? Like it seems like it's always so reacting as a sprain, so it's probably more of a muscle issue than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what it we'll see what it ends up being. I think the uh the the biggest thing that you want Hey, have see, you noticed how many foot injuries you've had ever since Detroit wanted to dip their toe in Zach Levine? Jesus, bro. I mean, <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's still trying, bro. I was with it's a Detroit trying, fan tonight. Bro, he was like, like, I dip all in Zach Levine. I was I like, hey, yo, so dog, what? Somebody says they want to dip their toe in another grown man, and all of a sudden now the whole team got foot injuries. Hey, bro, listen, yeah. uh keep keep the pistons away from Rex Ryan. That's all I'm gonna exactly. say. That's that's a yeah. toe that he's uh into right now. Yeah. But uh no, nah, I I don't know, bro. Like the the Pistons got to fix that. We're going to talk about them all. They suck. They suck yeah. worse than I thought they were going to suck. Exactly. That's crazy. They yeah. they have lost, what is it, 23 games in a row now? Yeah, it's bad, bro. It's bad. They, they're historically bad, bro. I almost feel bad. Why? It's Detroit Pistons. We yeah, don't most care of about me is laughing. I said almost. Yeah, no. Most of me is cackling because you spent like $500 billion on Monty Williams. 
Hey, listen, Monty, but this is why Monty wanted all that money to go there. Like, it's sad when you got, when a coach, a coach turns you down two times and you have to come back and make them the highest paid coach in the year because they saw it. He knew. He was like, listen, this roster sucks. Bro, somebody, I, I had a, uh, 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 of course, I went to a premiere of one of my bosses. Um, he had a movie tonight, so that's why I'm all suited and booted tonight. But, uh, <laughs> bro, like, <laughs> a Pistons fan said to me tonight, bro, nobody on this team can shoot. And I started going over the roster in my head. And the only shooters they have are Bogdanovich and Alec Burks. Yeah. Nobody on this roster can shoot. This ain't even a good 2005 lineup. Yeah. Like, this is mind-blowing, and he hates Jaden Ivey. So, hey, man, uh, maybe uh, the Pistons will get their wish, and uh, they'll be able to dip their toe in Zach Levine, and uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about Jaden Ivey, Alec Burks, and, uh, you know, those are win-now players, right? Kind of? I don't know. I don't feel great about any of them. Hey, follow us on everything at Locked On Boys. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for uh, tuning in and showing love and trying not to dip y'all toes into anybody, bro. Y'all can follow me at CEO Hayes, CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Bulls. We are free and available on every podcasting platform and app of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app for Pat the Designer. I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. We out here. Peace, y'all. Peace. My bad. I just saw that the Raiders beat the Chargers 63-21. to 21. I, I wonder if they dip their toe in anybody. Oh, no. They dip more than they toe in the Chargers tonight, <laughs> brother. Uh, that's funny.